You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. Do you want to build a snowman? It's going to be a long winter. You want to hurry this up, Clark? I'm freezing my baguettes off. I'm a little chilly. Would you like a nice pot of tea, sir? Winter is coming. Bundle up warm, of course. I've heated up some warm milk for you, honey. Chocolate and coffee. That's how I get through my winter days, but I'm guessing it's not the way to keep my energy levels constant. So how do you stay switched on and sharp when it feels like the cold air is sucking it all out of you? Kindling Conversation is doing a three-part series on winter wellness with mindfulness coach Amy Taylor-Kabaz and clinical naturopath Emma Sutherland from Studio U. Hi, ladies. How are you? Hello. Hello. So this is part three, and we're looking at how we can stay well throughout the day. Um, Emma, I know that my first statement, chocolate and coffee, is not what you recommend to your clients when they come (laughs) to see you. What's your advice when it comes to, you know, trying to keep a consistent level of energy? Because when you're cold, you you can just feel so depleted. Yeah, and that is a good point. Because we're cold, we we tend to crave more portion-wise and we tend to crave more of those carbohydrates, you know, that good old-fashioned comfort food. Um, and, and a little bit of that is okay. But unfortunately, if you, you're going to have too much of that, you're setting your blood sugar levels up to spiral and your mood to spiral, your energy to spiral, and it's just not the right way to go about your day if you want that sustained um, energy and capacity ongoingly. You need to be prepared. It's so hard um, to not say that. And I know I say that a lot and my patients hear it all the time. But if you're organized in winter, you know, you've got a nice chicken and, and noodle soup that's ready for lunch. You've made up a batch and you take that to um, work with you or have it at home while the kids are sleeping. It'll set you up. If you just wait and then go, oh my goodness, I'm so hungry, it's reactive eating. And then you're looking for what's around you and you just take what's on offer when it may not be the best thing to fuel your energy and your capacity throughout the day. So being organized, and I will share some recipes for some yummy soups to get everyone started. Uh, And making sure that you've got some easy and quick snacks around is always a good option. One of my favorites in winter is just something so simple as just apple slices with nut butter on top. So you're getting a little bit of carb and then some good protein to keep you stable and keep you going throughout the rest of the afternoon. Um, And I do love a good peppermint tea. It's such a pick-me-up, but nice and strong. Yeah, you like your tea strong. I do. Nothing in halves with me. (laughs) Amy, what what do you do to sort of manage your energy levels through the day? You've got three kids. I do. (sighs) Um... You know, as always, Emma and I have often, you know, very similar tips and it's similar in the sense of we have to be organized because I think the energy zapper for parents in winter is this sense that we're housebound, that we don't have this choice of activities, that sometimes we're all ready to rip each other's hair out. It's, you know, you look out the door, you have to cancel plans because it's raining or whatever. And it's this energy is really different. And if we were without children, we would be quite happy to snuggle up with a oh, good yes. book <laughs> yes. or go see a movie. <laughs> Stop it. Or maybe open me... the red wine early, but no. Um, <laughs> but so, and we can't do that. So that's where the energy zappers are. So for me, I think, first of all, we need to be really careful. And I feel once, like Emma, a bit of a stuck record. We need to be really careful of our mindset around this. We can really think that 
um, you know, it's raining, so it's going to be a bad day. It's raining, everyone's going to fight. It's really cold out there, so now everything's ruined. Like we have this story around because we are outdoor lovers in Australia. The, that the, if the weather's not kind, then we're not kind to ourselves, kind of thing. So we need to be really careful of how we're viewing these days um, ahead of us, making sure you've got great things like beanies and gloves and noticing the fun things that come along with winter. Like what can you do to enjoy this weather a little bit more? And then just recently, my family and I, we were really struggling with activities on the weekends. Everyone was feeling a bit like, oh, what do we do now that it's cold and we can't go to the beach every day, which is all we did during summer. So we all sat down and made a list of 10 things each that we can do on the weekend that's under $20. And the kids came up with some awesome ideas, you know, build a tent in the lounge room, um, random things like take all the pictures down off the walls and rearrange them. I don't know why that's (laughs) exciting to a seven-year-old, but that's what she wanted to do. And so we now have this master list on the fridge that on the days where we don't know what to do because the weather's not great, we look at it and we can choose some things. So it's a bit like Emma said, we have to be a bit more organized. We can't just get out in the sun and just, you know, enjoy the elements. We have to plan more and that's where the energy comes from. And also what you're talking about there with a list, it's giving you back agency. Completely. And when energy is not great in your family, when everyone's in a bit of a funk, it's really hard to think of what to do. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to reach for those solutions. It's a bit like the food thing. You just reach for whatever's in front of you. And it's the same with activities and and um, mood shifters for your family. So if you've got it on the fridge and you can say to the kids, come on, let's go choose something from the list. And then there's excitement. There's all these suggestions. My big tip is make sure you say very clearly it has to be under $20 because otherwise <laughs> that list is not good. Go bowling. (laughs) Oh, brilliant. Well, ladies, is there anything else you'd like to add to that sort of idea about maintaining the day? Because you've given us some, you've given us some great tips just there. Anything else? No, I think as a mama, we have to make sure that we have moments throughout the day where we're filling ourselves back up again a little bit, especially if we are housebound with little ones. It can get really, really overwhelming and endless. And so... I'm sure the uh, brain experts with children and technology might not agree with me here, but it is really okay to put your kid in front of play school for half an hour in the afternoon and go and sit by yourself and do something for yourself. Mm, Have that beautiful peppermint cup of tea. Do not do any housework. But you really, if you are looking at a day ahead of you that you know is going to be challenging because you will be housebound and it will be a long day with two boys under five or whatever, you must prioritise a moment for yourself. You must. That's such good advice. Mm. Ladies, thank you again for coming in and chatting with us. Thank you. Pleasure. That's mindfulness coach Amy Taylor-Kabaz and clinical naturopath Emma Sutherland. That was the final part three in our winter wellness series on how to stay well throughout the day. If you'd like to listen to the whole series, you can find part one, getting a good night's sleep, and part two, bouncing out of bed on our website. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.